Welcome to the Start Me Up podcast, part of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. I'm Kimberly, fully vaccinated Johnson in D.C. Today, my returning guest is actor Kirk Acevedo. Now, you know him from Oz and Band of Brothers and a slew of movies. He's so interesting, but we are going to be talking about voting and the 22 elections. It's going to be a great show. But before we get into our conversation, I do try to keep these intros short. I have a tier on Patreon, though, that allows listeners to listen ad-free and with a much shorter intro. The Start Me Up podcast is an independent podcast supported by listeners and it's woman run. It's patrons who keep the show going and I'm so grateful. If you do enjoy today's show, take a look at the about page, check out some of my past guests. Most of the time I talk to political people. Sometimes I talk to actors because I used to be one, but just visit patreon.com slash start me up. I do two free shows a week on Mondays and Wednesdays and they're followed up by the what's up show, which is just me alone talking about whatever I feel like, kind of like an online diary. I also do one page patrons only show with a guest once a month. Just check out the variety of tier options at patreon.com slash start me up. You can make a one-time donation by checking out the text in the Patreon description. I've included a link that makes it easy to donate through PayPal. You can find Start Me Up on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are found. Just stop by the iTunes app, Apple Podcast Store, become a subscriber. It's free. And while you're there... If you like the show, please rate it and leave a review. I would really appreciate it. Now, please enjoy my conversation with Kirk Acevedo. Welcome back to the show, Kirk. Hi, Kim. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) Well, I, you know, I'm your big fan. I fucking love your Twitter presence. It cracks me up. And I've just got to tell you, uh, I spoke with Christopher Boozy the other day, and he runs a site called Bot Sentinel. And basically, it's a way to rate Twitter people. And, you know, so it's like normal, satisfactory, problematic and disruptive. So I wanted to see where I fell in. And I'm not completely surprised. I was normal, but the normal range is between zero and 24. And I believe I was a 19. So I thought I'm going to check my boyfriend who is not as in your face as I am. And he certainly doesn't use the kind of profanity that I you that I use. And so he was a three. And I'm like, I'm not surprised. And so uh, I checked you and you're a 22. So you're like right on the cusp of, of satisfactory. <laughs> what is it? A bot? What it's is called it? Bot Sentinel and it kind of tries to figure out. I think, I think part of what they do is um, if you're trolling, they add that in, which I troll. And um, (laughs) yeah, I troll Ted Cruz all the fucking time. Like my boyfriend never (laughs) trolls anybody. Oh, okay. (laughs) Or if he does, he's nicer about it and and he doesn't use profanity. So, um, you know, but it basically you can one of the great things about this website is like if you're getting attacked, you can choose some keywords. Maybe all of your attackers have certain kind of keywords that you're using. So you can use those. You can put those keywords in and you it works with your Twitter somehow. I don't know. You know, those computer nerds know how to do everything. Yeah. And, and then it'll block them all from attacking you. So um, you have oh, to be careful. I, I, huh? I take, I take pride in beating <laughs> down my trolls. Why would I ever? You know, it's so funny. We were, I was in a group and someone blocked 80,000 people. I said... Oh, I said, oh, okay, let me see where I'm at. I was at 700. Wow, 80,000. No, but the people in your group had 40 and 20 wow. and 15. And I'm like this, guys, I love my trolls. <laughs> I know you like, like when you're bored, when you're yes. bored one day and you, you don't have anything to do, and you're just like, ah, I'm a little bit hungry. Say, oh. Order Uber Eats, or should I just shit on my fucking troll? <laughs> well, yes, I totally understand that and feel the same way. Although, I'm not going into it because I never want to fucking relive it again. But there was this one particular time I was attra- I was like attacked by everyone on the right. I was on the cover of Fox News. I was on the fucking cover well, of for every. What? For what? Uh, what was your? Tweet? It was. It was. My tweet was just that I didn't understand how. African-Americans could support the NRA and the Tea Party. That didn't mean I didn't, I, I, I totally understand why they can be conservative. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't about guns. It was, it was like, that's what they were all coming at me with because they were saying, you're saying a black person shouldn't have guns. No, it was supporting the NRA because basically they're doing everything yeah. they can to stop b- black people from voting. And same thing with the Tea Party. Yeah. 
And I would say the well, same thing about women. And so I basically, all I did was said it, it confused me. And oh my God, all fucking hell broke loose. And some woman found my phone number and she called me. What? Oh my God. And like, fuck it. I was on the cover of Daily Stormer, which is a Nazi site. I was on the cover of everything. <laughs> you know what you can't do? Listen, I'll say this. And I, I try to like coach my wife on this. You can't win because it'll be the only time Republicans defend black people. Right. When you're, you, you got what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the fact that you are Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, yeah, you're attacking black people. Exactly. No, no, no. But that's what those Republicans are going to make it look like, because I bet you 99% of them, 99.9% were all white Republicans. Right and they now. were, it was like Glenn Beck was coming after me. There were a few, oh, there were, I know there was a couple of black conservatives that wanted to, uh, you know, talk to me on their podcast. And it's like, no, because they, no. they had the Republican talking points. And again, yes. I completely understand why black people are conservative. I understand yeah. it. And I'm not, I don't, and, and I never even ridiculed it or told anybody how they should vote. I literally just said it confuses me. That's all I said. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, it's like, I understand why a big part of the Latino population is conservative. A lot of it has to do with religion and, yeah. you know, a lot of them are against abortion. And while I may not agree with that ideology, I understand it and I don't attack it. So, yeah. um, you know, but of course they twist your words and they're really good at, but, but it, it felt horrible while it was happening. I mean, I was so grateful that no liberals came after me and there were quite a few black liberal followers that I had that were coming to my defense, but, uh, it felt like shit. I hated it. And, um, you know, it was weird because, like, I, got a f- I wake up to some phone call f- from some woman leaving me a message. <laughs> it's just like. That's weird. They doxed you. Or, or it's someone who knows you from your past. Or they could have just paid, like, seven. Because all you have to do is, like, pay $7 if you go online and, you does know. Does that really you, work? Yes, it does. It does. Why, how is that legal? To find, I don't. You find I don't you, they could find your address, too? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, that's 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 not good. No, it's not good. It well, isn't they, good. They, they they not to cut you off, but they posted pictures of my house I know. on the fucking internet. I remember that was freakish. But fucking cocksucker. That scares Sorry, me. Language. No, that's it scares me, and I totally get it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, you just just because you have a certain political opinion, you're worried about people attacking you. And I, you know, the other day, the FBI. Uh, gave a warning that QAnon is taking it offline and into the streets for violence. So I imagine um, we're going to see, I was talking to my mom about that and she's like, well, I think they're going to go after leaders. And it's like, I think they're going to go after whoever the fuck they want. And I said, this yeah. is, it's, it's precisely why I don't have bumper stickers because I don't want someone targeting no, no, me. Listen, that's actually smart. Very smart. It's just, I mean, and I hate, I don't want to live like that. You know, I mean, I'm not a bumper sticker person anyway, so it's not like a big issue, but you know, I mean, I won't put one on for that reason. Um, but you know what? I want to get to the reason I wanted you have to have you on the show, other than the fact that you're highly entertaining and you make me laugh all the time. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you tweeted something the other day and it really resonated with me. You said collectively, we can change America where everyone benefits, not just the powerful together. We can move mountains. And yeah, that sounds so simplistic, but it's so true because so much of the time, I, I guess you see it. I imagine you see, and maybe it's what prompted your tweet, that people are like, oh, they've already run. They have a defeatist attitude already. Yeah. And I am, I did a show just before this one, was just for my patrons, and I've been, ta- I've, I've been experiencing more anxiety than I ever have in my life, and I truly believe part of it has to do with, you know, the political climate. But I, I just yeah. wanted you to talk about that a little bit more because I feel like we need to hear this. Like people get so overwhelmed and they feel negative and then they assume the worst. And I think when we assume the worst, we kind of manifest the worst. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, the, the main part of that is unifying all yeah. of us, all our little subgroups and, and little uh, factions that we kind of splintered into mm-hmm. after the election, you know, after um, uh, uh, 20, uh, 2020 in November, we, we kind of, because we, we actually don't have a, uh, a direction now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like we're waiting for the midterms and everyone's on, on Twitter is kind of fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that 
tweet was specifically to our our people saying, "Hey, man, like it's 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 the long haul. Mm-hmm. Like like this might be a a a fifteen, twenty, thirty year yeah. uh, long game, and it's not over." And we're forgetting why we unified in the first place. I mean, we only have a tiebreaker in the Senate mm-hmm. through through Kamala, and we still have two uh, supposed Democrat senators, who, who you know, with Semina and uh, Manchin, who like do do we even have right. a split in the Senate? Yeah. So I think we forget that you know there's more. Uh, registered Democrat voters and our Republicans. Yeah, I understand that uh, because of the Electoral College, you know, you have senators mm-hmm. that have the same power of senators who represent 40 million people. Yeah, but yet they represent 800,000 people. Mm-hmm. Makes no sense. No, uh, it leaves us at a dis- disadvantage. Mm-hmm. It's a broke. It's broken. Yeah, I'm sorry. The Electoral College is broken. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, so. Uh, I just, I just think we're not unified, and I don't know why, and I don't know how to get us all on the same page. I think everyone just wants to be right mm-hmm. most of the time, and they don't want to acquiesce. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's okay to capitulate. It's okay to right. say, you know what, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I I fucked up, and you know what, that's a better plan. Or how about this plan mm-hmm. or, and, and just keeping, keeping it open for dialogue. But also the problem is, is that the people that we elected into office, they don't listen <laughs> to the people that got them into office. It just problem. seems the majority of the time. And tell me if I'm wrong, these people we elect into office, like the cinemas and, and the, well, I mean, listen, half of, Mansions people are, are, are freaking poor people, yeah. and he's fucking them over. Mm-hmm. And it's but 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 that's a whole other different thing because, you know, uh, just Virginia, North Virginia. I mean, it's, I mean, poverty central, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if anyone is going to benefit from Biden's economic plan, yeah, and all this stuff, are going to be his constituents. Yes. And it's like you know they so just, you know, as they're collecting those checks those monthly checks that benefit their family, they're shitting on the party that allowed them to receive those checks. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of just like, I don't know. Well, they haven't received, you know, the thing is, is they, on the 15th, they're the, uh, I don't, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically for parents are going to get money. And if you signed up for either uh, the stimulus check or if you, Um, did your taxes in 2019 and 2020 you're automatically you're automatically going to get it and I think if your kid is six years older or under you're getting $300 a month and if your kid if if they are older than six years old I think and it's up to 17 you're getting $250 a month and that's a month that's a big fucking deal it's going to pull a lot of people out of poverty and it's going to really make a difference and I think I think one of the things that you said you I don't know how to do it I don't know the big answer either but i think one way uh we could do this is because there's you know democrats as you know are harder to get to march and lockstep um but i think there's this huge pool of people i mean half the country doesn't vote and so if democrats could lock in like i don't know 10 percent three percent whatever it is a small percentage of that huge pool we would have a, a massive majority. Um, and I think yeah. part of the way, like I like Eric Swalwell because he just doesn't fuck around. He says it like it is. He's, he's not, af- great, yeah. yeah, he's not afraid to, he doesn't like tiptoe around shit. And I feel like our democratic leaders, uh, and I've said this a couple of times on my show, but I just want to reiterate, it's not me bashing on them. It's me wanting more from them. And, yes. you know, I recognize the majority of Democrats are, are passing laws or trying to, pass laws that are good for people and then we have a few 
uh, you know, Kristen Cin- or Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin are the obvious ones, but I, there might be a few more that don't have to say anything because those two get all the attention. But yeah. let's just say five to ten Democrats that are not playing along with the entire party. They're the ones keeping us from from getting the shit that's going to help everybody. But yeah. if, if our Democratic leaders, and I mean, and I'm talking to you because I, I'm saying this to you not just to reiterate my point, but you've obviously got some influence and I don't know who you get to come in contact with, but I feel like if, if, if people like, you know, the democratic party leaders in the party and then outside of the party, you could have people like Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, uh, people who are high profile, whether they're actors or whoever it is that, um, packs, whatever, if there could, you know, Frank Luntz is really good at figuring out language to use, and the Republicans use it all the time. And yes. they, they use it on focus groups, and they find out what works. I know Rachel Bettecoffer right now is working on um, basically a campaign. She's got a super PAC going. It's, it's campaign to kind of scare people into re, into the truth, into like, hey, if we don't fucking get our shit together, we're going to lose. And yeah. um, it's it's not fear like they're going to take your guns fear. It's not bullshit fear. It's real fear. And yeah. people are motivated when they are motivated to vote when they're feeling either angry or afraid. And I feel like if all the leaders could get together and come up, like I think every day, not only they should they make sure Americans understand we are under attack by white supremacist fascist autocrats and what they're what they're going to do I think we also have to reiterate uh, this program all these people are going to get all this money and dumbass Trump supporters are not not some of them are going to take it and they're going to still vote against their best interest but again there's that pool of people who don't vote and the thing is is it's like if I think if people who are busy living their lives feeding their kids not having a lot of time to waste on you know twitter political twitter or watching the news if if like maybe joe biden did a you know monthly or weekly fireside chat and and you had uh uh, whether it was on you know you could do graphic stuff you could do but pounding it into our heads that this is what we're up against i think we would have a shot well, you know, you brought up the Republicans. They're a unified force. Uh-huh. They, 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 they lock in yeah. and they stand by each other. I don't, I do not know why <laughs> Democrats do not. We just always have something to bitch about. And I will <laughs> rag, I will rag on them because that's our biggest flaw. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Mitch McConnell, right? He's when he was leader of the, uh, of the, the, the Senate, he had the Senate Majority Leader. He had them all in line. Mm-hmm. They, they, they knew what their agenda was, what they were not going to pass, which was every single mm-hmm. Democrat bill. They, you know, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And and they were in line. Even with the QAnon crazies, with MTG and Bobert that mm-hmm. came into, you know, into Congress, they were just like, well, all right, bring yeah. them into the fold. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, they don't miss – a step. No, they Where, don't. Whereas, here's Schumer, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just don't know what he's doing. I don't. I know. I, I'm not a Schumer fan. Listen, and I'm not one of those guys. Well, I'm. Well, okay. I'm. I'm contradicting myself here a little bit because here's Mitch McConnell. They'll get everybody in line, even if he doesn't like anyone. But at the end of the day. Mitch, it comes from Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. and his agenda is his agenda, and he makes sure everyone else is on board. Schumer just doesn't have no. the gravitas, he doesn't, or the pull to just galvanize his party. So it's just kind of like it's a free for all, mm-hmm. so to speak. And I don't know why Biden. I mean, I'm sure he's had a conversation with the Mansion mm-hmm. and Cinema and said, "Hey, mm-hmm. listen." And if that doesn't work, Kim, Mm -hmm. you know what the next thing you have to do is you have to go to the media Mm -hmm. and out him through the media. If you cannot lock him in real, his old 73 fucking ass (laughs) in, you have to go to the media and you say, hey, man, this guy doesn't want this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. You know who his daughter was? Yes. Mm -hmm. From Myla 
who the 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 EpiPen yes. that price gouged six hundred dollars. That's his daughter. Mm-hmm. His daughter yeah. has caused the death of his constituents, which she has. Because yeah. if you can't afford an EpiPen, what do you do when you have a peanut allergy? Right. So you have to listen. You, you gotta get your nails dirty, man. Yeah. This yeah. is this is truth. I I'm totally with you, and I think I think you know I will say Pelosi is very good. Like she's great. Yeah, at she's it. really good at it. But Schumer just isn't. He just doesn't have it. And it you know I mean I tweeted the other day. He is a, he's a nice man. I'm not like berating him but that but he nice but nice doesn't nice man. <laughs> listen listen i'll say this i'll say this we, in new, we new yorkers we always know someone who's worked right for someone right and i know a few people who have worked for schumer he's not a nice guy <laughs> okay. listen and i don't mean that in a bad way yeah i mean that in the way of when he wants to get shit done yeah he gets he the gets sh- shit he, done. So, and he, so he's not being the guy that needs to that gets shit done. <laughs> I think he's the type of guy like a uh who's the governor of uh yeah yeah New York. What's his name? Cuomo. Cuomo. Well he's burnt some bridges mm-hmm. because he's hot headed. Mm-hmm. He wants it his way, and he's burnt some bridges in his own party. Mm-hmm. That's that's unfortunately Schumer. Yeah. And so I understand not making someone like, you know, and he's middle of the road. Mm-hmm. He's a centrist. I get it. You know, and, and, you know, I love Elizabeth Warren. I could see how you don't want to put her in that position mm-hmm. because a lot of Republicans do not like her. Yeah. I, I under, I understand. I, I understand. I understand. You need someone in the middle of the road, but he's not that guy. No. I need a pit bull. Yeah. I need someone that's going to smile at you and then be like, stab you 10 times in the back, <laughs> like a Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Because that's unfortunate. Listen, the minute we lose the House and Senate, that's it. they're like, fuck the filibuster. Yeah, exactly. What are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. What are Democrats waiting for? Stop being nice I know know. and you know what the thing and I hate saying this because I do not want to be conspiratorial but and and I'm I'm not 100% sure about this but it is I'm pretty sure that Kristen Sinema was in the Green Party and she came into power in 2018 I would not be surprised at all if she was some kind of a plant and I'm not saying she is I don't think Joe Manchin is he's been around forever but I think that he's got a whole different story. But with with cinema, I mean, she wore that ring with that little fucking outfit telling everybody to fuck off. And, yeah. and then she did that curtsy. And, you know, I was talking. Oh, my God. Yeah. The curtsy to the $15. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I wanted to go through the t- <laughs> I wanted to go through the TV and literally punch her dead in the head. Oh, my God. I, I know. We're going to be like, oh, you're talking about hitting a woman. I was like, no, metaphorically. Metaphorically. I wish my <laughs> wife could literally punch her in the fucking head. Well, yeah, and it just, it's like, why is she doing this? I can understand if she legitimately has, like, a policy issue and no, but but she's taking an attitude to the people that got her in and the party she's supposed to be representing, the country that she's supposed to be representing, she's telling us to fuck off. And I I feel, you know, it's like I had mentioned something to a friend of mine and they were like, oh, well, she's voted with the Democrats before. And I'm like, well, a plant would do that because they want to look legitimate. So they're going to vote with the Democrats on shit that doesn't matter to them so they can save it up. And, you know, there's no way to, I know in 2018, there was no way to tell who was going to win but the, the Republicans knew for sure they were cheating and they were hoping yeah. for whatever favorable outcome and grant, you know, this election worked in their favor because more people voted for Biden. And then I think a lot of people like some Republicans and some independents voted for Biden, but then they voted red uh, down ballot. And yeah. and because of that. That's why we lost some, uh, you know, we lost. Democrats lost. And, and then all of a sudden, people like Cinema and Manchin become really important. And Republicans understand this. Now, they didn't necessarily rig the election to happen that way, but they've been cheating yeah. and they've been hoping for that outcome if they didn't win outright. And, and those, are, those are predominantly never Republicans. You're 
referring to, right? Yes. Like, they're like, ah, they know Trump was a danger to the Republican Party. And, yes. and, and, and listen, the, the Republican Party is fractured right now. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. It, it, it's walking wounded. I mean, it's not on death's it's not on death's doorstep at all, but it's been shot in the leg with a BB gun, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, those same people who they're, they're those QAnon people, those the Matt Getz and the MTGs yeah. and the Boberts and all those people, they, they, they're they're destroying their party even more, even yeah. more so than what Trump could do because, you know, like. You could kind of isolate Trump. Do you, you know what I mean by yeah. that? You could isolate Mitch McConnell. Was like, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. No, yeah. We're not going to. You could isolate Trump. Let him say crazy shit on Twitter. <laughs> right. Let him do his crazy stuff. Yeah. But the problem was they embraced him. Yeah. The QAnon people said the Boberts and MTGs and the Matt Gates and all and the Jim Jordans, all those fuckers. They know he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. They go, but his base loves him. Yeah. So if I just get just the same base to love me, right? Because we, we know why they don't vote. Mm-hmm. We know why the cinemas they they don't they don't go in line mm-hmm. because it's all about votes. Right. They live in states that it was a close election. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's all about staying in power. We know yes. what it's about. Yes. We know why. We know why. We know why Virginia and North Virginia. We know why. It's like 50-50 down the middle. We know why. But it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, It it is wrong. It shouldn't be that way. You have to vote for the better conscious of your people. When you know your people are wrong. I I, I mean, I, I assume that's why you elected these officials. Yeah. I assume. I understand you want them to have your best interests. Mm-hmm. But when your best interest is not really your best interest. You know what I mean? It's killing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No Planned Parenthood in in, in, <sighs> in, yeah. in West Virginia or Virginia. Right. You're going to have problems. Yeah. Yeah. That's and it's not, that's not just, I'm not talking about abortions. Right. I'm talking about, you know, healthcare. Uh, healthcare for your baby. Yeah. Like pap you know smears I mean? and, and, and all yeah, that exactly. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Cancer screenings. Women's, Women's private, you know, doctor stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? Uh, we are going to take a quick break. We will be back after this message. There's so much going on in the world that can make it difficult to relax and decompress. You've experienced the Sunday scaries, that feeling of dread in the pit of your stomach that comes on Sunday afternoons. Now here's a totally different Sunday scaries, vitamin boosted CBD gummies. And you don't even have to wait until Sunday night rolls around. Self-care is so important and Sunday scaries is here to help. Sunday scaries believes that everyone deserves a hand on a difficult day. So if you're looking for a way to decompress, Sunday Scaries has you covered with their CBD products. Visit sundayscaries.com and use the promo code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, at the checkout and get 25% off your order. That's 25% off at sundayscaries.com with promo code SEXYLIBERAL. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. These products are not for use by sale or to persons under the age of 18. Okay, we're back. Boy, that bird has a lot to say. <laughs> it's very, it's very, very vocal. <laughs> Wants to get in on this podcast. Um, okay, so I want to kind of switch the conversation over to, you know, I, I saw that you also were talking, you, I think we talked about this on the last time we did the show, but you tweeted about um, Democrats need to really go after the Latino vote. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Goodness. And I retweeted you. And then I tagged Jamie Harrison. You tagged Jamie Harrison. Jamie Harrison answered you and said, yes, I'm hearing this. Now, I want you to talk about this, but I just wonder, I'm like, is there any, would you ever have any interest in like reaching out to him and giving him some advice on this? Because I don't know if, you know, it, it doesn't seem like the Democrats know what they're doing with Latino voters. I, well, I was, I was trying to help Jamie when, for his, for his when he was running, yeah, and uh, unfortunately that did not work out. Oh, but okay. uh, he's head of the you know the Democratic uh, Party now, which is fantastic. Right. And uh, he sent me a DM. Oh, good. And he was like, he's like, hey man, listen, our our number one thing is the Latino vote. The same way. Good. It, it, the same way it was the black vote 
for Georgia, it's nationally yeah. the Latino vote. And I said, I said, Jamie, I got chills. I said, Jamie, wow. so good to hear yeah. that you. And he goes, listen, obviously, we're going to be building toward this. I want you a part of it. I said, dude, whatever I could do mm-hmm. to help facilitate this, uh, I'm I'm all in. This has been a. I was like, you know, I I, I felt that the party uh, dropped the ball and basically you pandered to the Latino party five months out, mm-hmm. and that's what they that's what they're gonna think of it as. It's right. just pandering. And he goes, 100% agree with you. Mm-hmm. They started way too late. I was like, we're not a monolith. Mm-hmm. The way you go out and get white votes, you have to get Latino votes. Mm-hmm. Educated, uneducated, uh, religious, Protestant, mm-hmm. Catholic, uh, with children, without children. Uh, it's the same way. We yeah. all vote different. On top of that, we're different subgroups. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and I told him, I said, you know, when Biden sent out that tweet to Cubans in Florida to vote for him, I, I told to his campaign, I said, guys, that's a wasted two, three million dollars of a commercial. It's a wasted tweet. It's a waste. Mm-hmm. 70 to 60, 60 to 70 percent are automatically going to vote for Biden of the Cuban vote. Yeah. I go, but guess what? There's one million Puerto Rican votes. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Vote predominantly by 70% Democrat. Wow. I was like, there's votes there that are just waiting to be plucked and did nothing. Why doesn't Biden right now, right Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. like let's lay the groundwork. One tweet a week, one tweet a week in Spanish. Yeah. One tweet a week. I was like, come on, you lazy motherfuckers. And it's not (laughs) Biden. And I'm going to tell you why it's not Biden because he can't do everything. Right. That is, that is, that is above He's dealing with way more important shit. Yeah. But the people running mm-hmm. his Twitter, you fucking lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> like, it's just because, listen, it's not rocket science. Kim. No, it isn't. It's obvious. One tweet. Let's lay in the work right now. Yeah. They're not doing it. I said, who's our Latino everyman? Who's our Latino everyman that are going to. Okay. Who's the Latino? in Puerto Rico that's going to galvanize Puerto Rico's in the state Puerto yeah. Ricans in the states. Right. Okay, so I could tell you offhand, offhand. You want to get athletes who like mm-hmm. you know states and and countries they love their athletes. Mm-hmm. Felix Trinidad hmm. is Felix Trinidad Democrat is Miguel Cotto a Democrat. Mm-hmm. How about Bernie Williams used to play for the New York Yankees? Are they Democrat? Mm-hmm. They're beloved. Mhm by Puerto Ricans and then you go in Mexico mm-hmm. and then you go in the Dominican Republic yeah. in the States you, you start, and then Cuban mm-hmm. you, you you have to you can't you can't go and I think we spoke a little bit about this before you get people that are unrelatable yeah. and unfortunately you know Jennifer Lopez and uh, Alex Rodriguez at the time there were a couple of times they're not relatable no they're so elite of mm-hmm. the elite, mm-hmm. and they come from so much money. Mm-hmm. They're not relatable. Yeah, you need your every man and woman mm-hmm. who are relatable, who could who 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 come from meager beginnings, and and and, and yes, they they did too. They mm-hmm. did too. But it's so long ago, right? Kim. Right. They've been they've been rich for 20, 30 years. Now. Yeah, they've been rich, so they're not relatable. You know, Alex Rodriguez is making twenty million a year since he was like twenty-two years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so and the same thing with J Lo. Mm-hmm. You know, since she did Selena the film, mm-hmm. how long ago? Twenty-six years ago. Yeah. Twenty-five. Not relatable, man. No. Those those aren't the people to galvanize. And 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 the same thing. Like, let's use your connections. Mm-hmm. Let's use their money. Mm-hmm. Yes, one hundred percent. But they shouldn't be the face, right? No, I they totally agree. Yeah, and, and you know, and it's it's you know whoever was running, I actually know who was running, but I won't shit on them too much. <laughs> but whoever was running the Latino part of Biden, the Biden campaign for the Democratic Party failed. Yeah, failed. Should not be part of the party. Uh, 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 Trump got twenty eight percent of the Latino vote. Wow. That's ridiculous. Uh, again, again, no, hold on a second. Against Clinton, 
Wow. Biden got 30, 30, 31%. He did worse. Wow. Because Trump, from day one, two years out, hitting Florida, Kim. Mm-hmm. Kim hitting Florida. Mm-hmm. Hitting. Then he gets Jorge Masvidal, who at the time was, it was him and, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the MMA, the Irish guy, Conor McGregor. Oh, right, the yeah. The two hottest guys. The two hottest guys, mm-hmm. right? And had him speak at the convention. Had it, had him speak at, at, at one of his rallies. Yeah. And I was like, I go to my wife, I go, babe, so fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Because that guy, Jorge Masvidal, mm-hmm. came from the fucking gutter. Yeah. Street fighting for $100 a fight. And, and, and is now making millions. Mm-hmm. He literally started from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Now he's here. It's fucking brilliant. And I go, there's a little guy called Nate Diaz who's counterculture anti-hero, who's beloved in the Mexican community. Why is no one in our fucking party? Yeah. Fucking... It, it, Kim, it pisses me off because they're fucking stupid. Yeah. I don't know who they had running for the Latino part of his campaign. They fucking failed. They suck my ass. And like, like think this through like 3d chess, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. Who was that guy that you just mentioned? I don't know who you're talking about, but the last guy you just mentioned, can't you, can't you say something to Jamie Harrison about him? Well, I will. I will okay. be saying all these other things. Oh, good. And okay. also my guy. Oh, my guy from uh, who I love, I love him, uh, from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. The ball guy, the Latino guy. What's his name? Latino. I retweet. We retweet each other's stuff constantly. <laughs> He's Latino. He's got like two million followers, and like, and he lives where? In Miami. Wow. Why didn't you get yeah. Him? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm like this. What the fuck? See, they should hire you to give advice and you know advise them. Because you obviously understand, or if they don't hire you, then they need to hire someone like you. And I, I totally agree because that's where we're missing it. I mean, you're right as far as these elite, uh, glamorous movie stars, they have something to offer. But when you're just talking to regular voters who are not uh, wealthy and they're yeah. just worried about feeding their kids and putting their kids in school and all that stuff you need to have someone who resonates with them and makes yeah. them feel like, oh, I can identify with this person. And Eva Longoria ain't going to do it. I mean, I love the woman. She's really smart and she's gorgeous and she's a talented artist. But you know what? She's not reaching those voters. Kim, more than that, more than that, they're losing the male Latino vote. Yeah. Big time. They got the female Latino vote, but they're losing the male Latino because why? Because why? machismo right that freaking machismo mm-hmm. that MAGA lives off of. yeah that right so get so you you got people like me who are very machismo but it's not toxic masculinity right right it's, those are the guys you have to mm-hmm. like get in your fold mm-hmm. to galvanize those who are you know Women's rights. Yeah. LGBTQ. Right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. You got to break those guys down. Yeah. You got to get, you got to get those guys and let them see your perspective. And people like me. Yes. Who grew up shit poor, who had like 40 fights, who has been like shot and stabbed. You need people like me. Yeah. Listen, listen, my man, you're wrong. And this is why. Yeah. Alex Rodriguez ain't talking to those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. They may be like, "Hey, yo, Alex, let me get your let me get your autograph, B. Mm-hmm. Oh, yo, yo, you let me some money, motherfucker. <laughs> and yo, and yo, yo, B, your wife is hot. That, 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 they're not listening to him for advice. No. They don't respect him in that way. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like this, like this. Get iced tea. Get iced tea. <laughs> totally. Yeah. No, I'm dead serious. No, I know you Get are. I agree. I know Ice T. Like, listen, and I love Ice. I love Ice. Mm-hmm. And he sees it like how I see it. He sees it from my perspective. I mm-hmm. got friends that are Republicans. Mm-hmm. Okay, like one of my best friends is fucking like he's not. I call him Mini MAGA. 
He's not MAGA, but he he's mini MAGA. But I grew up with him since I'm 13 years old. He saved my life. Yeah. He's had my back from day one. I got his from day one. Right. And he's and his two best friends are Puerto Rican. Yeah. Who are both diehard liberals. But you know, the same. I see it the same way. He has friends that are on both sides. Yeah. But what's right is right. Mm-hmm. We both see what's right is mm-hmm. right. You know what I mean? And and I think like. People like ICE are there for the plucking. Mm-hmm. In, in, totally. in a good way. And I don't think ICE is a pawn. He's not a pawn. No. I don't mean it that way. Because no. he's his own man. Mm-hmm. And I love him to death. And I love his Twitter because it's fire. Mm-hmm. And, he's a, and he's an uber, uber smart man. And uh, I think people like him. And uh, you have to get. Yeah. No, I'm totally with you. That's why it's like I want you to I want you to take over. <laughs> and I know you're just like barely getting back into your life because of COVID things and it's like but you know Jamie, I'm glad that you're talking to him and I hope that that dialogue continues because it yeah. really boils down to the Democratic Party does have to listen to the voters and it, not just with policy stuff but with messaging. They've got to get better with messaging. This is an this is a common you know, everyone who's on my show repeats the same thing. Democrats are really good at governing, but they really suck at messaging. And, yeah. and that's the bottom line. So they have to, and it's like, oh my God, how many times do we have to say this? And, you know, you got, yeah. so I guess you got some shit last night because you called on, I think you tagged Pelosi, Chuck Schumer and Senate Dems. And people were saying, why are you tagging Pelosi? And it's like, because she's got a huge voice. That's why. It's because not. Because she's like, I don't know, maybe the, the third most powerful person in our entire party, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because because it's not Schumer, no. <laughs> you know. So it's like what what Biden, Michelle, and Pelosi, right, right, right. Am, am I am I missing someone? No, right? I Those think you're absolutely three? right. And she's a, Pelosi's a force, but of course, you know the. The, the tweeters out there are going to be like, why are you picking on Nancy? And it's not, you're not picking on her. You're, you're wanting more from her because no, she is so no, powerful. Her to, to grab Schumer by the neck and grab these people and to, and to, which I'm sure she is. Yeah. We spoke about this. Right. She is that woman. Yeah. She is that bad bitch. And I mean that with love. Love. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? She's that one. Like you're going to fuck around and you're going to find out. Right. That, oh shit. She just fucking stabbed me 50 times. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I love about her. Because, listen, it's dirty game. It is. Politics and entertainment are hand in hand yeah. the most dirtiest fucking professions. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, she's mastered it. Mm-hmm. Same way Mitch McConnell yes. has mastered it. She's our Mitch McConnell, but for the good. For the good, Of right. the people. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I always ask this of everybody who's on my show, and I will continue to do so. Um, but, you know, providing all the stuff that we said all, ca- all kept in mind, how are you feeling about 22? I mean, are you freaking out? Are you Because I will say, I just want to throw in there that, yeah, starting June 15th, uh, Americans are going to start, any parents who have kids under 17 are going to start getting automatic checks. They don't yeah. have to do jack shit for it. It's going to come. Um, we will have that advantage. And then, you know, keeping in mind that Mansion looks like he may be softening in some areas, doesn't look like cinema is. What are your thoughts for 2020? You know, I mean, I'm 2022. Worried, I, I, <laughs> well, admit, I'm really worried. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. There's so much fighting and fighting on Twitter. It's, it's like, I get, I don't know about you, but I get like massive, like just DMs from friends and I'm just like, guys, we need to stick together. Yeah. Guys, like, let's move past this big picture. Mm-hmm. Like, big picture. And it's just like, you know, and, and another thing is, yeah, you know, people like, not to go back on the same thing we were talking about, but another thing that, that is a big issue is everyone has their own, their own issue that they want. Mm-hmm. That's great. But if you want people to tweet your shit out to help you, mm-hmm. it's a quid pro quo. Yeah. Like you have to tweet. You got to tweet my shit out. Right. And I will tweet your shit out. Yeah. You scratch my back. I scratch yeah. yours. And it's the same thing. Like I tell people, I go, listen, like none of you have tweeted out any Latino tweets. None of you. Mm-hmm. I go, when we lose Latino votes, you're to blame. Mm-hmm. And I go, and I know you guys don't want to hear it right now. 
I go, but how many Latino tweets, how many tweets did you put in Spanish? Hmm. Just in Spanish. Mm -hmm. you, could put, you could tweet out your own agenda. Just do it in Spanish. Yeah. How many? And I go, and then when we asked you to, like I got like 500 likes and like 120 retweets. Mm -hmm. But then my normal political tweets will get like 1,000 or right. 3,000. Right. I go, you have to give to yeah. get. Well, just so, FYI on that, first of all, that never even really occurred to me because obviously white privilege, but um, anytime yeah. uh, I, I'm going to start doing that and I'm not Latino or Latina, but, um, or Latinx or whatever the right way to say it is. I, I don't like, I, I think, I think using Latino the right way, it can be gender neutral. Right. So it all depends on how you phrase it. I do not like Latinx. I don't know who the fuck said Latinx. <laughs> and basically, I think only 4% of all Latinos use Latinx. Right. So someone didn't give me the 411 <laughs> or ask my opinion. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get Latinos that'll be like, ah, you're a white Latino. And when I say Latinos, <laughs> just for the record, Latinos, by God grandmother is black right oh okay my uncles are black mm -hmm. so am i not referring to them mm -hmm. i'm referring to all latinos because yeah. all latinos are all shapes sizes and colors so mm -hmm. of course it's latinos that are afro-caribbean it's just mm -hmm. stupid it's just it's just divisive fucking people there's always subgroups of white there's also groups of black. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if a white person came up with it. So, <laughs> you know. well, wait, wait, I would, I would not be surprised. My friend, I would not be surprised. So when I mean Latinos, I mean black, Mexican, yeah. white, yeah, Spaniard, Afro-Caribbean islands, yeah. mulatto. I mean all Latinos. I don't even know how. That was a massive segue just now. But... <laughs> Well, if you when you put out your uh, Latino tweets or whatever you have in Spanish, send them to me and I will retweet them. I don't necessarily always see it. So uh, but if you send no. it to me, I'll retweet it because I agree with you. And I mean, I I just want us to get on. You know, I mean, I imagine you feel like I do. I'm a I'm a Gen Xer. I am scared, like you're saying. And I, I feel yeah. like even though this stuff was starting to unravel especially I think with Reagan and just, you know, going through and then there's Newt Gingrich and his messaging that hurt everything. And then unfortunately, you know, having a black president, it just enraged the races so much and it, it freaked 100%. them. Yeah. It freaked them out so much. I mean, it was a good thing, but his, his um, presidency was just so jarring to the white supremacists. And, and then we have Trump and it was like that, mix of everything has led us to a place that I don't even fucking recognize. And, you know, I always go back to the fact that because I lived in communist Russia when I was 12 years old and I got to see what the Soviet Union looked like. Um, yeah. It really hit when I realized that Trump was basically helped by Russia and that Putin was involved. It's and knowing that Putin is, is, is KGB and Soviet mindset. Um, it scared the shit out of me. I mean, fortunately, we didn't tumble into, you know, a, a modern day Russia with Trump in office. But that's where Republicans are going to take us. And, yeah. you know, feeling like because I had the opportunity to live not just abroad, but in a Soviet rule country, I see how easy, you know, pe Americans think it could never happen here. Oh, we've had too many privileges. But it's like, I don't know that we're going to go to the streets. And I, who was it? I think it was Tim Weiss, who is uh, anti-racism. Uh, educator and he was talking about how I think it was 1984 just leave me alone let me let me feed my family and watch my tv and leave me alone and that's basically how people would react if republicans take over they're going to start implementing um you know certain rules that society's going to have to live by and they're going to be way yeah. different and way restrictive and if you fall out of line just like in russia and other other countries uh that are not advanced as we are uh yeah. they instead of causing a trouble and going out in the streets and risking getting arrested they're just going to want to stay home people don't realize that because we're not going to go out to the streets we're going to be too afraid yeah. to do it because we don't yeah. want to go to fucking jail and we don't want to lose our families and our livelihoods so we'll just take what they give us as long as they kind of leave us alone at night yeah to do our yeah. thing and that's a sad it's sad but that's what happens 
Yeah, it's very bad. So if unless we get our shit together um, as a country, we're going to lose it. And Republicans are showing us very clearly what they will do. And we will yeah. be a, an oligarchy that is just an autocracy, and that'll be it. Yeah. So we, I mean, can't, just, we can't do that. you got to save us, Kirk. <laughs> I, I, listen, you know, it's, 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 I tell this to my wife all the time, like, if there's an issue with, like, like just, like, protocol or social etiquette or, you know, and, and, and most people would assume that I would fail at all of those things. And I'm just shocked. I tell my wife, I go, how do I know that? How do I know to do these things? Mm-hmm. And these other people just, yeah, just, just things in general. But I, I, I'm, I just went on a fucking, <laughs> and, uh, lost my head. Uh, but no, but uh, I just, oh, I know what my whole point was. You know, I, my big issue is all these people from Harvard mm-hmm. and Yale and Stanford. Duke, you know, all these Ivy League schools, mm-hmm. I would say if we did a background assessment of every single person that worked in our government, mm-hmm. excluding the military, I, I would say probably 85% are from Ivy League schools. Yeah. Probably. And I think that's a problem because I have a problem with people who think they know what the average American needs Mm -hmm. when most of them have never been raised average. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the bigger problem that we're having. So my point is when you said you need people like me to save us, those people don't listen to people like me. Yeah. They they think I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. And you're absolutely right about that. You're absolutely right. Because I don't want to give too much away here, but let's just say there is a group of people. Um, yeah. They're well. They're they're a known group, not by name, but by the label they have, and yeah. they will not listen. Let's just say to someone like me, and I'm not going to yeah. get too far into it. And it's not even like care that people like. I don't think that I have all the answers, but I have I have something to contribute, and because yeah. I'm not an academic, and because I don't. I don't have, um, you know, the fanciest language all the time. I have a pretty decent (laughs) vocabulary, but still I am not an academic. And so I am immediately dismissed. And I think that's a huge mistake because people do get wrapped up in things like Latinx and, and they're not looking at the bigger problem of how do we get more Latino voters to the democratic party. Let's just call them Latinx and not worry about it anymore. And it's like, it's not enough. We need to do more. And I think the, I think really, really what it comes down to is what I was saying earlier that the Democrats who are leaders, not just in the party, but just basic overall leaders need to come together and figure out a plan of messaging and to drill it into the public so that, so that the people who are not paying attention all of a sudden start to pay attention because let's say Biden did a weekly or a monthly fireside chat and said, Hey, we've got this problem with white supremacy and here, let me back it up with proof and let me back every, and, and Republicans are going to do this. Let me back it up with proof. And then you've, yeah. you're, you've got it coming from Pelosi. You've got it coming from Obama. You've got it coming from Michelle Obama. You've got it coming from the people that you were talking about and all the, you know, all the influential people, whether, you know, yeah. because there are a huge, there's huge groups of people who are not online. They're not on political Twitter and they don't know the every fucking like we are you know we're on it all the time and we're seeing the breaking news and we're getting what's happening and we're listening to the experts talking about it. they're not so yeah. they just have a kind of headline idea of what's happening and they don't really understand it and a lot of people like my grandmother who is no longer with us but she used to say like I think she voted for um, George Bush and my mother yeah. had been like no don't vote for him he's like terrible and she's like well it's the it's the Republicans turn and that's really how she saw it and I think there are a lot of people out there that think I mean maybe not exactly like that but as superficial as that without really looking at what's actually happening oh well the Democrats had eight years well now it's time for Republicans and it's like no yeah. not when Republicans are acting like fascists so uh, yeah I think that I wish that, that the Democratic Party could figure that out because I think you were about to say that's like how do, how do I who's not the academic here yeah. how, how do I know this and you don't yeah and, and listen, 
I'm not saying I'm going to deal with the economics of it all. Yeah. That's, 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 that's above my way, way above my pay grade. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, even though I was going to go to high school for math, but I mean, for Stuyvesant for math, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, pretty, uh, anyway, my <laughs> point is, you know, but I can tell you how to get la- more Latino votes. Yeah. That's what I can tell you. Mm-hmm. And I could tell you what you're doing wrong. Yes. And it's, and that's, those are the things I could tell you, but you know, because because they're not doing it. No. Because Biden would have, there'd be, I mean, what, he put out maybe 10 Latino tweets yeah. in a year? Yeah. I mean, that's not enough. No. I mean, once a week. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum. A bare yeah. minimum once a week. <sighs> well, I hope, I hope we can figure this out. I mean, I had just to kind of throw this in there, but Christopher Boozy, I mentioned him. He's the one who does Bot Sentinel. He's a, an African-American man, uh, Democrat, and I spoke to him on Monday, yeah. and I asked him how he felt, and he did feel hopeful, and his thing was that, I mean, obviously, you know, he's he's paying attention, and he understands what's going on, and he feels that, you know, America has a certain unique resilience to it, That, um, yeah. that and I agree with him, but, I mean, he's not saying we're not in danger, but he, he feels hopeful because he does think that, you know, we'll, we'll be able to overcome this and I hope that we can because it's 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 frightening and you know I mean I'm white and I got all the privilege in the world but the white supremacy thing freaks me the fuck out and it's not just because of this but you know white supremacy uh carries with it all kinds of misogyny too so I mean it's misogyny misogyny and bigotry and you know hating gay people and all that stuff so it's like it's terrifying for all of us and I can't believe we're at this state but we're here we are and we got to get that, through it. Tell that guy from Bot Central, no Democratic Republic has lasted 300 years. Yeah. Tell him that. <laughs> That's and true. Then, uh, <laughs> and where are we at right now? What, 248, 250 something? So uh, we're yeah. going to be the first to break history? I hope so. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You I see, see what you're saying, right yes. Now, yeah, we're coming to we the got, end. Yeah. And it's it's not getting better. No, it's not. We just had a a sedition, mm-hmm. uh, you know, January six. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, you know, I I just I don't I don't I don't know. I hate being a pessimist. No, I know. I feel the same I, way I, you do. I, I'm a realist. Yeah. To be honest with you, I mean, I see things, you know, from where I was raised. I see things black and white. And yes, there are a lot of gray, but. I see things black and white. Mm-hmm. There's good people and there's bad people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. There's Republicans and there's Democrats. Yeah. And there's Bernie supporters. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, uh, you know, but... Uh, well, there's bros. You know, I used to be a Bernie supporter. Um, and I do know some Bernie supporters who are not bros. I think a lot of us, though, decided, oh, I like Warren. Because Warren says the same thing. Warren. Yeah, Warren basically girl. says the same thing, except she's got all the plans for them and she knows how to execute them, which I think she understands better than Bernie. And I know that Bernie people will hate me for saying this, but um, I genuinely believe that. I genuinely believe she knows how to get shit done more than he does. And uh, um, the, the most, Elizabeth Warren was uh, by far mm-hmm. the smartest person on that stage. Yeah, and I she thought was. The most qualified obviously you could say biden because he was already vice president blah blah blah. right but i mean it's just levels yeah uh, with with warren and but mind you what's his name was pretty damn smart too uh uh uh, pete Buttigieg. yeah 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 well he's definitely got a long career as long as democracy stays he has uh, i mean i think he could easily be president one day i think he's a little too young right now and he needs to get some more experience but yeah he's he's really smart and i love when he goes on Fox News, oh my yeah. God, he handles them perfectly, perfectly. He's gonna, he's gonna loosen up. I yeah. love his snarkiness. <laughs> yeah, he's just, got, he's great when he's in that element of Fox News. Yeah, because he's just so smart, and he already knows where he's gonna go. Yeah, whatever the direction, because he did his homework, right? Right. So he knows whatever they counter him. I, I bet you he's a fantastic debater. Yeah. So. You know, whatever they're going to counter him with, he knows how to yeah. re-counter. But he's got to loosen up yeah. in the debates. That's the only. Well, you thing. know what? I a mean, more, I go a back more personality. I go back to uh, Gore. Remember, he was like a cardboard cutout. 
Yes. He was terrible. And then eventually terrible. he got over it. And, you know, when he got over it, he was great because he was uh, you know, animated and funny. And but I, I don't know what it was. Uh, it was af- after, you know, two years of being vice president. I don't understand why he didn't realize that. But he was really, really, really boring. And he had no energy or anything. But then obviously we see him doing uh, the movie about climate and he was completely different and we see him in interviews and he was completely different so I hope maybe Buttigieg will like find that uh, same kind of energy because he's got it it's just he's got to release it and let that go could be the, that could be the Beto effect because the same thing what happened to Beto yeah. on the big stage he crumbled he yeah. choked he yeah. choked on the big stage and I kind of think that was the same thing with Gore Yeah. when he's in an element that he could control right that that's true him, that's true he's more charismatic the same thing with Beto on the smaller yeah. stage in Texas he was more you know speaking at churches mm-hmm. he was more galvanized he's more comfortable mm-hmm. he, he he was like who like you know who body snatched Beto right <laughs> you know I, mean? <laughs> I mean there was so many body snatched him. like I mean he was just like fumbling over his words yeah and like you know, using his hands a mm-hmm. lot and like he just was a different person. It was yeah. shocking. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to keep you for any longer, but I just want to say thank you so much for being on the show. It was a great conversation. And, you know, right before we started, I was like feeling anxious. And I, like I said, I did this patrons only show and I was basically going over it because I had my hormones tested and I found out some things and um, I'm hopefully going to be able to uh, fix what's wrong but one of the things that's I'm dealing with is anxiety and so sometimes like I wake up and I just feel anxious immediately I feel negative immediately and it's it's something that is kind of new it it, you know it's it's I I think part of it is the political climate but I also think that um, I found out that basically I have one of my there's two different thyroid things they test and one of mine was a little low so i might have oh, hyperthyroid effect on, on yeah on, yes so yeah very big yeah. so i was you know but i said in in the thing that you know talking to you would probably help pull me out of that negative feeling yeah. and it has so i just want to say yeah. thank you for that and thank you for coming on the show but before i let you go uh why don't you tell everybody where they can find you uh just at kirk acevedo on twitter and the same thing on uh instagram and I just want to say, I, I, I want to make sure, like, when I was talking about, like, you know, uh, the Latino celebrities, I by no means was shitting on them. Mm-hmm. They're a huge help. Yeah. No, I, I, their, to- I, I their understand connections that. connections and their money yeah. is a huge help. Mm-hmm. I just think you need people that are more relatable yeah. to the everyman. And that's that's what I was just more, tending more to what I was trying to say. Right. And, you know, unfortunately we don't have a Latina or a Latino Stacey Abrams. Right. And that's what we need. We don't have that. Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and she's relatable. Yes. Yeah, she you know, is. Yeah. she's, she's knocking on door to door, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and really just putting in the the footwork. Yeah. We don't have that mm-hmm. on our side. You know, it's not like, you know, even Lagoria wasn't going door to door. Right. You know, or JLo. Like, if they were, yeah. <laughs> that would be a big difference. Right. But that would be a big difference. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, Stacey Abrams literally was. Yeah. And was like, I mean, just, I mean, she's a freaking godsend. I know. And that's what we need our, you know, Latino version of that. Yeah. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Well, there is AOC. But she's not necessarily going door to door, and she's not. Yeah, but she's not going door to door, and she's doing her work. Yeah, and, and she's doing her work. She's always tweeting about Latino issues. Yes, she is. about Puerto Rico. Yeah, should be, and God damn it, she's from the Bronx and she's Puerto Rican <laughs> like me. Why the hell is that woman not following me? <laughs> uh, listen, listen, I listen. I my objective one day is to get her. And 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 to be the first Latina as the president of the United States. Yes, that is by in twenty years from now, she's got a good shot. Mm-hmm. She really I does. totally, I love her. And it took me like it didn't take me a while to love her, but I wanted to make sure, um, like I wanted to see how she was going to behave and you know yeah. what kind of uh, uh, congressional rep she would be. And 
you know, yeah. I gave her like a year to, and, and she continually impressed me, but I thought oh, I yes. wanted to make sure she didn't like fuck it up somehow. No, yeah. I love her. I think she's amazing. And I think that we're going to see, you know, as, as time goes on and as long as we can keep our democracy, just like with Buttigieg, she's another one that's, yeah. you know, I, I could easily see her as president and I would love that. That would well, be Well, awesome. and also the fact that, that Republicans can't stand her. Mm-hmm. That's, Big, big, and, and most people go, well, no, in politics, you got to make friends on both sides of the aisle. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for fucking 300 years. We're 240 <laughs> some years. That's the problem. It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't it's not work. Working. I'm not trying to make friends. Yeah. I'm not trying to make friends. I'm trying to pass uh, uh, bills and, and laws that are going to help our party yeah. and to help our country. Yeah. Yeah, just like just like this bill where people are getting money from the government to take care of their kids. And the thing is, is, you know, somebody pointed out to me yesterday, oh, it's only for 2021. Yes, right now, Biden wants to extend that. He wants to take it further with the American Families Act. And so that that money will keep coming in. So, you yeah. know, you're not just going to get it for 2021 and that's going to be gone. But even if that were the case, that's way more than the Republicans would ever fucking give you. So it's like, be smart about this. I just, I just, I mean, there's so much at stake. But um, but again, uh, I'm really grateful to have your voice because it's important and you have a lot of influence. And of course, you're extremely funny and entertaining because uh, if, if anyone out there is not following Kirk, you should absolutely be following him, not just for his political um, takes, but his humor and his cats. <laughs> and then also Kirsten Warren, his wife, who's just so lovely and yes. sweet. And it's like she's you guys make a really interesting pair because. You know, you've got the machismo going on and, and then yeah. she's got the softness and it's it's very entertaining and I love you guys. I and your whole family. I just love you. <laughs> she's my she's my good angel. Yes, she is, and she's such a sweet <laughs> she's so good. She's such a good person. And she, she actually really is, yeah. Yeah, she's and it shows, it just comes through. But anyway, uh well just before we go, you can find me on Twitter at author Kimberly, K I M B E R L E Y. Of course you can go on Amazon and find my books and thank you again. Kirk, it was great having you on. My pleasure, Ken. Anytime.